You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Welcome back, squirrels! Oh, it's another week. The sun is shining. It's so hot. I hope you all have air conditioning and fans because we do. And if you can hear them in the background, we're not sorry. We are sweaty. I want to remind everybody to go to canpodawards.com slash vote and give Squirrel Talk a little vote for um, outstanding TV and film series. That is only if you're a podcaster. If you have a podcast, if you're involved in a podcast in any way, that's your job. Go vote for us. Go vote for all the Sonar Network uh, shows because there are plenty of them that are nominated. And I'm very happy to be nominated with my fantastic co-host. It's my sister from the House of Licks, Hillary Yaz. Hey, we're nominated for something? I think we are. Oh, well, does I make that oh. up? Yeah, I, I think it's all a dream. I don't think that actually happens, Selena. I never want to wake up. I'm sorry to burst you. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but you know, I you are a Canadian Comedy Award winner. You've won enough in your life, and um, you were just trying to manifest more things for yourself. And it's kind of an ego trip thing, I think. Really, I read the secret. I read Ooh. the secret. I know how it works. You got to manifest. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I'm I'm the worst. I've got a nice little beer cocktail going. Mm. You're drinking out of a metal straw. It's very um I, environmentally yeah. conscious of you. I know. It's it's one part beer, one part diet sprite, and then a splash of sour and a splash of grenadine. You're a mixologist. You also look fantastic. <laughs> the bow in your hair matches your background, which I think is right? fantastic. Right? I, I mean, I just, uh, I, I, this is a, we do this on Sundays and on Sundays I'm starting this, I don't know, just chat on my Facebook, super cash coffee with Hillary, where I invite some friends and we just have coffee uh, for about an hour. Can I sing so. the theme song for a sec? Can I yes, sing, can please. I sing the theme song? Give, give it to that. Give it to me. It's coffee with Hillary. Yes. Coffee with Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a cat. And, oh, of course uh, there's always a cat. <laughs> um, I'm a little upset that you're in drag and I'm not. You well, you could have done it, you lazy girl. Well, you, I didn't know you were going to be in drag. This wasn't planned. We could have talked well, about it. I would have dragged up. But you knew, you knew that this was coming because not only that, we're actually starting a Patreon, aren't we? <gasps> Big announcement: Hillary has come through and created a Patreon for Squirrel Talk. I I came through. I came through. All I did was like kind of type in a little thing on a Facebook page or whatever the heck it's called. Anyways, we have a Patreon now. So <laughs> listen, this is something I've been wanting to do for years and just I didn't come through and you did. You took the initiative and made it happen. So thank yeah. you for that. Do you want to tell everybody what our Patreon is all about? Yeah, uh, it's super. It's super like community oriented. Okay, so it's, it's cheap, um, but it's mostly focused on the idea of <laughs> Uh, yeah, super cheap. We're very cheap here. And it's just essentially focused <laughs> on community. We just want to like have a place where you guys can hang out and chat with each other. And um, we'll have like monthly Ask Me Anything hangouts and stuff. Because honestly, Squirrel Talk, we know you all listening. And we want to talk to you more. And we want to engage with you. 
And we also want to give you a little place where you can help support us if you want to do so. Yeah. And it'll be really nice to get all of you out of my DMs and onto the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we have a Discord chat set up and it's really super fun. Anyways, there's three levels. The first one is Team Hillary because drag themes. Team Hillary, you got access to our monthly chats and the chat room. Uh, then there's Team Selena, which is like a dollar more or something. And that's the premium version because Selena's premium. And what you get on that I is really uh, access to... I'm Diesel. Yeah, for the first time ever, Squirrel Talk podcast as a video version. Yes, you get to see our glamorous, ugly faces. That's right. And actually, that version is going to be un edited so you're gonna yeah. see the completely uncensored unedited version if we say anything inappropriate <laughs> uh -huh. that's where you'll be able to cancel us and then the third version is team vicky it's 25 dollars a month because it's bougie she's the bougie one and uh, I'm, it's it's expensive because it's bougie and you get no extra benefit at all except we will send you in the mail a certificate that authenticates you as a bougie bitch <laughs> it's 20 dollars more than my level and you get no extra benefits but that's the definition of bouginess. <laughs> exactly. It's all about if you've got the money to spend and you want to yeah. support your Squirrel Talk yeah. sisters, give us your money, please. That's the place to do it. So anyways, we're launching our Patreon. We're selling out. Oh my God, we're terrible. Uh, but honestly, it's all about community because we want, we want to engage with everybody more who's listening and we want your opinions. So if you have opinions, go to our Instagram, tell us what you think, sign up for our Patreon patreon.com squirrel squirrel talk podcast that's right patreon.com squirrel talk podcast slash squirrel talk podcast and sign up there and you know let's let's uh let's hang out okay let's hang out there and there end of plug end of yeah plug. end of plug and okay end of plug and also don't forget to follow our instagram which is at squirrel talk podcast yeah hillary yeah. did you make your video yet for um for uh house of Which trash is, oh the um, house of trash show this week them tv I cribs That's i right. sure did i gave a whole full house <gasps> tour incredible is it edited and submitted yet because mine's not edited and submitted yet yeah you know how i'm very manic so at the last minute uh -huh. or like at just some random moment i'm sitting on the couch i'm watching tv i'm sitting on the couch i'm watching tv then i randomly spring up get into drag film a video edit it <laughs> submit it and then proceed back to the couch and watch some more TV. Um, and that's kind of I how I get that. things done. And I did that exactly. <laughs> You're a go-getter. You get you get things done. You come through. And we are both on the House of Trash out of Calgary. Um, then TV Cribs show on Friday yes. night. I don't remember what time. I'm sure someone will tell us. Um, and it's it's drag performers giving house tours, and there's a variety of drag performers. It's going to be a super fun show. It's very MTV Cribs, yeah. um, and uh, you can find the link in my bio on Instagram at Selena Vile. Go click on that link, and then you'll see some tickets uh, available there. Tickets are free, I believe. Oh sure, it's probably on my bio too, Selena. You know, because I'm I'm like that. <laughs> probably, probably is it, is it in your bio? Though? It will be by the time that this airs. <laughs> I hope so. Okay, yeah, that's right. Good. That motivation to get that done. Uh, you'll spring off off the couch and go do that right after this. Um, mm -hmm. And speaking of this, we are now moving into a phase of bringing on guests for Squirrel Talk podcasts that are also part of the Sonar Network family. 
So yeah, we're honestly, it's just because here. it's because we ran out of Australian. Exactly, there are none left. Yeah, uh, anywhere <laughs> in the world, and so <laughs> we decided to open it up to our friends and fam within the Sonar Network. And our first guest is, I think, <gasps> our first ever cis straight man to be on the show, which I'm very excited about. And uh, also, because I love I- straight men. I have to say, even though this this gentleman is a, an incredible comedian, rap star, producer, she's also technically one of my first drag daughters ever. Yeah. Oh my God, you yeah. put... Okay, we'll talk about this when, when, when they come on. <laughs> Give a round of applause for our dear friend, excellent comedian, producer and creator of Rap Battles and the host of Confederacy of Dunks podcast on the sonar network it's freddie rivas hello hello freddie this is amazing uh that was an incredible intro thank you both so much for having me uh a a lot of firsts so there's a little bit of pressure here but there's a lot of pressure yeah a lot of pressure but you know i'm feeling okay i'm feeling pretty comfortable um yeah yeah let's jump right into it how does it feel to be the first straight man um, doing something? You know, I mean, that must be a lot of pressure, honestly. You know? You're, yes, you're, totally. Yeah, they're an underrepresented group for sure. Y- y'all are just so oppressed in society, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Like, it's, you know, it's like punching through a glass ceiling that's, like, already yeah. broken. And there's, like, an elevator, like, like with my name on it. Like, I can go there yeah. easily. But um, You know what they say about glass ceilings that are broken? Large shards of glass that you can cut yourself on. Totally. Uh, it's don't true. Do, don't do parkour around them, you know? Yeah, don't, don't you go bouncing <laughs> off of those glass ceilings. Um, Freddie, I want to say before we get into anything, you are one of my favorite people in the world. A hilarious comedian with the biggest heart. You are such a lovely person, and I'm so happy that you're here. If, if any straight man should be here, it's you. Oh, my God. Thank you, Selena. This is like... It's such an honor. I'm like, you know, I, I will say I am nervous to do it. I want to be the right type of like, you know, passenger, so, <laughs> so, to, sure. so to speak. Like, I, I, I definitely hope uh, I don't overstep or anything like that. But um, you're not overstepping at all. No, 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 no. We invited you here. And if I do, you'll edit it out, right? Yeah, we'll edit you out completely. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, if, if we're like the gay train and you're afraid of getting on the gray tr- gay train, like, don't worry. Like, we're like the most busted ass uh shitty train we're a budget we're really it's budget true. this train you know? is missing wheels we're like beneath gray we're beneath greyhound yeah you know? we're we're the we kind of train closed. where like you have two people actually pumping it sick I well guess, i yeah. feel like yeah i can jog and like hop on and we'll be like that uh weird superman heritage uh minute commercial <gasps> with lois <laughs> he, hands, like, he hands her the like, that's <laughs> right it's like he, he can't wear it. the super superhero can't wear tights and he's like you better believe he can <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's how it goes but in my mind it's all about tights and he's like oh he's wearing tights and that's basically yeah, oh yeah he was wearing he, he, he was wearing tights under those that suit for sure totally. um freddie okay you are the host oh of confederacy God. of dunks please tell me about it because it's a it's about basketball which to me screams not for me but you tell us all about it i know nothing <laughs> i know nothing i will us. say this uh, since I'm talking on Squirrel Talk, uh, yes. I feel like um, there are, you know, I, I don't want to like make up similarities, but, uh, you know, it's competition. Uh, basketball is competition at a high level. There's 100%. a lot of like instinctual performances. 
there's lots of mm -hmm. like you know amazing like clown like moments uh mm -hmm. that happened uh so if you're an artist or someone who's a performer or an actor there's a lot for you in the nba yeah. in terms of culture and, and and just a lot of different angles uh our podcast is we try to get all comedians so uh -huh. we try not to be too um i guess like in the weeds in terms of sports because uh yeah right. a lot of people have negative experiences with sport and I don't know. That's, that's not our angle like that, or that's not way yeah. we, we, we don't want to be that, that type of podcast. Uh, so yeah, if you want a friendly basketball podcast, uh, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Give a it a listen. A lot of people have negative experience with sports, but for a lot of people, sports saved their lives. Like sports was their recreation that like got them to a level of like acceptance of themselves and for uh, sure. yeah, it kept them out of trouble, as they say. Totally. Um, when I started playing badminton, I <laughs> was right about to rob a bank. You know what I mean? And I hope that's a true story. I hope you absolutely <laughs> were about to play badminton. Um, yeah. Freddie, yeah. if sports, sports didn't save my life, sports killed my mom. Oh, no. I'm that's not true. Your mom posted a great video of herself today singing. Okay, I was right about to be, I don't know, Greek stricken. <laughs> See, I'm trying to be a passenger. Yeah, it was sport. You know, uh, that she never saw that stray softball coming until it smacked her straight in the forehead. Isn't that Simon Birch? I'm sure. Th is, is that? Wait, is that, is that actually Simon Birch? <laughs> or no, a prayer for Owen Meany. That's what happens. I Sorry. Don't know that. That's hilarious. Spoiler. I do want to say basketball players out of all sports players might be the hottest. For sure. So, and the sexiest. So if you ever need a gay to come. Wait, you say basketball players are? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah. <laughs> Disagree. Um, I, if you ever need a gay to come on your show and just <laughs> rate the hotness of the Raptors, I don't know any of them, but I'll look them up. And whenever mm. I look someone up, I also look up their nudes. So I'll be able to, I'll be able to give some insight <laughs> on that. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. They're too tall. They're too tall for me. Honestly, they're a little too tall. I'm into that. There's some dudes that are, you know, six one, six two, six three. You know. Are you saying that's short, Freddie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the NBA, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> there is a guy named um, Compazzo. Uh, I think mm -hmm. it's uh, Fabrizio, or his first name's not Fabrizio, uh, but his last name is Compazzo, and uh, I think he's like five nine. Whoa. Oh, wow. Ar that's tiny. Argentinian man. Mm-hmm. <gasps> mm -hmm. Okay, I'm into that. Wow. Do you know Juan oh. Dixon? I do. I, I know of Juan Dixon. Yeah, for sure. Right. Ooh, that sounds like a Moe's Tavern thing. A Moe's Tavern thing? Moe's Tavern. Yeah. Kind of like last last name Dixon, first name Juan. Juan Dixon. I'm looking for a Juan Dixon. Hey, can I get a Juan Dixon? Can I get a Juan Dixon in here? <laughs> no one wants to tell me about Juan Dixon. That does sound like a most tavern thing. <laughs> I do want to say Juan Dixon, I only know of because of the Real Housewives of Potomac. He is Robin Dixon's ex-husband. And he's right. the cutest, loveliest, oh. most beautiful man i'm obsessed with him so this is i think where my obsession with um basketball players comes from let me just say that he was a, he was a raptor for several years he was so extra connection there yeah. <gasps> okay now i wish i watched basketball i'm gonna get into it just for you yeah and one dixon i'm trying to think if i'm trying to think if i'm attracted to anybody who plays sports and i i just am drawing a blank like Maybe curlers. Oh yeah, curlers, or that's pretty hot. Like the Scotty's tissues and all that. 
Scotty's tissues. <laughs> Sorry, that's oh, yeah. the sponsor. So that's all I got. Like, love that. Because you know, like before curling was an Olympic sport, it was all just like real people and daddies and stuff. Uh-huh, okay. And now that it's an Olympic sport, curlers are really jacked under all that, um, you know, sportswear. I yeah. I like the daddies though. Like bring back the daddies. And also, curlers are drinkers. Because mm. curling is such a social sport. It is. At the rec center. Anyway, that's yeah, yeah, Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> it's very like a community sport. It's like, I feel like if you curl, you might also throw darts. Yeah, exactly. We alluded to this <laughs> earlier, but you are Hillary's official drag. Time. Okay, that's not true. Um, but Hillary once put you in drag <laughs> for a show where so, yeah. I actually tried drag for the first time. We both did drag for the first time, but... I carried through, and you abandoned um, I, culture. I did not know that that was your first time. <laughs> yeah, that was actually before Selena Vile was born. It was the year before, and it was that night that Vicky told me she wanted to be my drag mother and that I should start drag, and I said, no, thanks, you're mm-hmm. crazy, and then it, it happened. Um, oh, my God, because Hillary told me, I yeah. hope you had fun. That's it for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, right after the yeah. show, Hillary was like, you were good, but honestly, like the road stops here. So Hillary was just worried that you were going to overtake her career. Yeah. I was like, you need, you need to find a career. Yeah. Just like an an honest mom. I, I, you know, I was like, you're too, you're too pretty. Uh You're too pretty. And I don't like it when my children uh, become successful. I want to hear. Okay. What was your drag name that night, Freddie? (laughs) Okay. I'm very embarrassed because as soon as uh, you brought this up, I'm, I immediately started searching for my drag name and I can't. Oh, I know what it is. I know. Hillary got it. It was. It starts with an H. It rhymes. It's uh, like little bees. And oh, honey. Like was it honey really bee? Want something no, it wasn't. It was honey desire. Honey desire. Oh, that's good. Honey desire. I'm still proud of myself. <laughs> then there's no pun, I guess. But honey desire is nice. That's you know, sexy. Honey that's a desire. Sexy do you remember um, what number you did it was so fun was? i do remember that i did uh private dancer by uh, uh tina turner yes you did you brought someone on stage and danced for them i did i brought like a john like a this uh this guy francis that i worked with um uh-huh. in, in the escape games <laughs> and i told him and i was like listen i need you to be a john uh for uh-huh. my performance um and uh yeah the, the goal is for the crowd to not like you by the end and feel inspired oh. by me and uh I he was like that. okay yeah um that was amazing that was one of my favorite performing nights of my entire life if, I, no if i'm being completely honest my um my wife was so proud of me uh like hillary my experience with you was amazing mm-hmm. you know going to that like value village uh, at lansdowne and shopping with you and it was just like it was a lot of learning it was a lot of preparation yeah. a lot of like anxiety and kind of like you know all the things that go into good performance and then yeah. you know actually to do the show for it to be packed you know for the diva dollars to like be flying everywhere it was just like diva. it it was such a for it was such a comfortable just like thrilling experience honestly like did you keep the drag on when you went home oh, yeah. with your wife that night uh, I, I, I tried, tried to keep it on as long as I could. She, she got a lot of pictures. Uh-huh. Oh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry. Have you watched the full, um, library of RuPaul's Drag Race? Uh, I have not. I have not watched all of Untucked. Uh, I've watched a good amount of it. 
Um, sorry, uh-huh. I, see, see, here's where I already feel nervous because I'm like, is that considered mm-hmm. the full library or is that like library adjacent? There's so much that happens in Untucked that doesn't happen on the show. Like season six Untucked is like unparalleled. Like what a great series yeah. that was. The more recent seasons for Untucked, I think that it's a little bit overkill because the episodes are already so long. Yeah. And like you already get most of it and it's just it just kind of rehashes stuff. But the early seasons, the Untucked is actually like yeah. really great. Well, yeah. and, and I feel like for someone like me, you know, a straight cis male, it definitely is like a whole extra level of understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and just from a performer perspective, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, you know, I love Heidi in the closet so much. So seeing her kind of be like a bit more angry and mean <laughs> in Untucked or like not mean. She but was like, not mean. She was... No, but like a bit more, I don't know, like icy. a bit more icy and a bit less jokey was like, yeah. okay, wow. Yeah, right. This is another side, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, you're talking so, about her like fuck you, fuck you, fuck yes. you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I understand I that because it came funny, out of frustration of seeing somebody being bullied. Like they were going so hard on Aiden Zane, and she was just like, "Shut the fuck yeah. up, all of you! Like we're all here for ourselves. We're not here to yeah. like." Oh my god, I'm I totally appreciate her. For Absolutely, that. bullying. Hey, yeah. Speaking of hiding in the closet, coming uh, after people for bullying. Um, this episode of Drag oh my God. Race yeah. was yes. sour yeah. grapes. It was crazy. It was intense from the beginning. Like, there's a, there's a lot of meanness, but, like, this episode was, was it, it takes it to a level where it's, like, it's not friendly here. Oh, okay. I'm so happy to hear this because, yeah. I, I, okay, in preparation for this pod, I kept thinking, you know, like, listening to, 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 to last week, to thinking about the Canadians and, you know, our politeness and the like uh-huh. down under and it's like, okay, Australians mm-hmm. like they, you know, they, they punch a lot harder and they just say things. So I'm trying to keep that in mind, but I am seeing what I identify as a lot of bullying. It's particularly in this episode. Yeah. I, I mean, sorry, I don't yeah. want to jump on any of the plot points, right. but I thought I was seeing a bunch of bullying and meanness. There definitely is. And let's get into it then. Let's talk about it since we're ready on the topic. Um, all right so it's episode what four now season one episode four episode four four. we just said goodbye to coco jumbo down under coco jumbo sashayed Mm -hmm. away um etc and scarlet get really like shady towards electra right away they're kind of like step up your looks you're Mm -hmm. not giving them what they want why are you here i don't like it i don't like it either and I definitely feel extra, I feel that bullying, you know, energy is like extra unwelcome when the person is talented. Um, and I found that yeah. in the, in, in the, in the last British drag race, um, when Ellie Diamond, in my opinion, was getting a little bit bullied. Um, and it's like when you're bullied by the person who's really, really good, uh, it hurts. And I think it's, you know, et cetera is a gorgeous, obviously. And, you know, I know it was, you know, in the bottom, but like definitely talented and good. And yeah, I don't know. Watching her lip sync, I'd be like, respect. She's like nothing but respect for you. Yeah. And I don't know. For me, you can't really downplay doing like multiple splits. Like it's like, I I get, I get it's. Yeah. And even maybe overused, but. Even last season with UK when Lawrence was kind of coming for Ellie. You could kind of see where that was coming from, like her yes. severe insecurity and, and 
stuff That's was true. going on. And they had a long previous relationship. And oh, yeah, they're both from Scotland. She right? really felt mm-hmm. betrayed, I think. So she was just like, why did you backstab yeah. me? Uh, right. We're friends. But in this case, Scarlett and et cetera, they don't know Electra from shit. And they are just dumping on on this yeah. person. It's terrible. Yeah, to see. it's like, it's it, it it's very, it's cliquey. This is where it, where it gets cliquey yes. for me. And I hate, hate cliques. I hate Oh my them. God. I'm like, I'm that, that was my biggest feeling watching this entire episode uh-huh. was like, you know, like respecting yeah. Scarlett's talent, but almost like, yeah, almost being frustrated. Like it, I had a little bit of that with Gigi Good, but like, I think Gigi Good was never really like too mean, but like, but yeah. No, I don't so, think she was mean at all. No, she wasn't. But, but I mean, like, it's almost like, you know, that person when you're in school or something like I had ADD in school. Yeah. So like sometimes that person who gets the perfect grades all the time. There's yeah. like this tone where it's like, how are you so good at everything? And anyway, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm straying. But like Scarlett is good, I think, and talented. Um, and... Would it make you feel better to know that she's like super racist? Yeah. Um. Yes, it would. <laughs> Was yeah, that because did she wear? What, what's that about? A lot. She wore. Na- she painted her face uh, to be black. She painted her face to look native and Aboriginal. She's done a lot of culturally appropriative numbers that aren't just appropriative, but making fun of the culture. Oh. Um. And it's not even that long ago. And you're. She's only twenty-seven. And like, I don't know. I'm just. She's. She's written out an apology that. I don't buy. So like, I don't know. I'm. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that summed up the start of this episode was somebody said, I can't remember who it was. They said, Oh, Electra, she's never going to be any good. It's, you know, it's like putting glitter on a turd. It's never going to. Yeah. I think Scarlett said. And I was like, you know what? You know what? Both of you, you, you can try and put glitter on a fricking asshole racist too. And it's still going to be an asshole racist. Ha! Damn. Seriously. Uh, I, I, it was not cute, just yeah. this whole thing. And then to add insult to injury, they bring in a pile of trash and out pops out of the trash Art mm-hmm. Simone. And guess what? Art re- is returning to the competition. With no explanation. There was no reason. No, okay. With no explanation. No one says anything about it. It just kind of is, this is what's happening. Yeah. What? Why is she back? She was eliminated. That yeah. to me is—is is this a competition show? Anymore? That's infuriating. Okay, what if you make it to the final four or yeah. five, and you get eliminated? Like, like I, yeah. like I would save my little statement for like when I have to sashay away. Sashay away. I'll be like, see you next week, just like Art Simone. And yes. Like, call if, it out. if I get eliminated, like, cool. I'm coming back though, right? Right. And that's uh, what. Coco Coco Jumbo tweeted right after that episode and said, "Give the white girl another chance; she deserves it." <laughs> like, right? I I a hundred percent agree with you, Selena. I was really afraid that RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under was going to be very mm-hmm. racist, and I've been pleasantly surprised with the first couple of episodes. Just saying, I think maybe it'll be okay, but in this decision, yeah. mm-hmm. in this decision to constantly award the white girls to send all of the POC girls home, technically now one and two to bring back Art Simone. Yeah. They are showing their true stripes, their true colors. You're so right there (laughs) that now that, that means the first two people eliminated are officially the only two POC that they cast. Um, And there was Uh already like, there was, 
talk of like, oh, wow, I can't believe they sent Art home so early because we all expected her to be the golden (sighs) child since she already had a World of Wonder show. This proves to us that it's not about that. It's not rigged. And then here they are being like, guess what? It is is. rigged. We are bringing her back. It is rigged. She is the golden child. They brought her back for no reason. I I could not believe. I could not believe. What she's talented. Going on she's there. very talented. Uh, I did want to see more from her. I think she went home too early, but that doesn't mean you just bring her back for no reason. It does. It's, it it doesn't matter. Joe Black was yeah. talented. Joe Black came back because her peers exactly. voted her back yeah. on the show. And that's after the, there. The, the standard and because point. Veronica Veronica couldn't right? come back because of COVID, so they had a spot to fill. There was no spot to fill here. Exactly. And also, there's no thought. Also, no Joe thought. Black seemed like they came back to just get like, like made fun of a little bit and sent home yeah. immediately, which was also hard to watch <laughs> in a way because it was like, man, COVID's hard on everyone to yeah. like come back right after and be like, honestly, see you <laughs> yeah. later, Joe Black. It was like, yikes. But yeah, th- yeah, this seemed yeah, you know, like you know, with watching Art Simone be good too was almost like added stink. Because it was like, yeah, you are good. You know, you're probably not going to come back and be on the bottom. But the idea of this being like a show where you got to show up every week and like, you know, even the good people can get voted off if you don't do it right. That's kind of like gets eroded, Mm -hmm. I find, with with something like brain breaking like this. Mm -hmm. And And that's what it is. Yeah. And not only that, like you feel you feel so disempowered as like a newer drag queen who isn't like Electra. Because it's like, oh, well, it doesn't, it doesn't exactly, Electra, it doesn't matter how hard I try. Art Simone will always mm-hmm. beat me because the system is rigged against mm-hmm. me. Like, Art Simone is already Australia's drag yeah. superstar. She doesn't need to win Australia's drag superstar. She's already been eliminated. This yeah. is ridiculous. It, it just, it just this whole episode, especially, it start, it puts put a bad taste off, in the mouth. whole thing. Yeah. I just don't know what to think. What a- don't know what to think anymore. It's one of the only things that made me feel like some sense of like, okay, things are all right a little bit was yeah. Elect- Give us some positivity, well, please. Elect- I'm drinking because I have to feel my emotions. Feel them. <laughs> feel them. I feel them hard. No, Electra, when I was watching her take Rue's notes, I was like, please, like, just do exactly what Rue says. Like, yeah. please. Because you can become one of these queens that they talk about where it's like, you know, I'm just picturing the Michelle monologue where she's like, you came in here and you were a little bit raw, but you took her advice and you grew and you, and it's like, you can be, you you know, there's always room for one of those Queens to be like, to take all the notes, right? The person who doesn't have like the ton of talent. The third third place queen, the queen that never wins, but they make it to the top. For sure. And like, The Jordalanos, the Pearls. The Detoxes. The crystal <laughs> Methods. Um, yeah, just like that. And then seeing her kind of take the note, it felt good. And then seeing her, you know, I, did she even say anything when they were in, you know, when they, when they were on the couch afterwards? Like, I thought she was going to throw some shade, but I'm not sure if she even said anything. She was kind of just, when... At which point? I, yeah, no, in the untucked in portion untucked. one, et cetera, et cetera, was, was kind of like, why am I in the bottom? Oh, Freddie, that's down the line. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm, jump, I'm jumping too many guns. Yeah, we're going chronologically here. 
Um, but you're right. Rue comes in and has a talk with, e- with each of them because uh, they're the point. I mean, maybe we didn't even talk about this, but like right now they have to design. <laughs> they have we to did, design. Yeah. It's a design challenge where they're. We just talked about the piece of trash, the piece of trash that walked in and also the bunch of garbage they had to yeah. make uh, stuff out yeah. of. For yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so she has talks with each of them. I'm really confused with Karen's line of thinking here like redeeming your snatch game by doing this character that rue doesn't know but like doing it in mm. a fantasy world where she did make it across the border with the drugs mm-hmm. i i was just like confused as to why this was her route it seemed really specific because she holds on to character yeah I think she does. She holds on to character very strongly. Like all of her runways have been very character based, don't you think? True, but they're but like but they've they all, all had a, a sense, sense of fashion of as well. And I guess it's different when you're. But she true. didn't make them. She didn't make true. them. This you're... one definitely seemed like it was drifting into, you know, I don't know if it's too offensive to say like Halloween costume territory, but no, like... they they called it costume later. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm always see that. That's where my 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 straightness comes. I I don't want to overstep, but yeah, I definitely think. <laughs> There was a little bit of kind of like, it made me think, you remember that viral video of like the Australian potty boy where he's like, I just have a potty. And like, it's basically this Australian guy who has like a giant house party and gets arrested. But he's like a a famous Australian character that is like, yeah, you might know or care about if you're in Australia, but it's like, yeah, we don't care about this version of, (laughs) of a person who made it into Bali, I guess. Yeah, it's, it was kind of like a. It was very specific. Uh, I'm right. I'm I'm down to go on a on a bit of a journey for a character, but is this is this Corby uh, Chappelle, Chappelle Corby? Is this the character that Claire Danes played in Broken Down Palace? Or am I making things up? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like I'm a recent. I gathered it was a recent, like, viral I have no thing. idea. Sorry, Hillary. <laughs> I have no idea what you two are talking no, about. No, don't apologize to Hillary ever. Listen, mm. I need mm. Kita Mean to apologize to me because she took my joke, which is when they say, how's your head? My answer is always too much tea. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Many complaints. Too much tea. Because I have, if you're watching this on the video, this is why you have to subscribe to our Patreon. I got these two big chiclets in the front. It's like, my teeth are like, I have the two fangs and then the two huge chiclets. So the two in the front are huge, and then the two two for two in are, are fangs, and it's just like, and they're sharp. They're, they're sharp. They're my you're gonna feel them. Can, you're you're gonna feel them. You guys look like veneers, Hillary. Yours are beautiful. They're symmetrical. I uh, I mean, you. since we're doing it, thank you. I, I got like a can opener <laughs> on my bottom. Ah, oh look at you. Okay, it's you're like like, um, like a Fifi O'Hara. Uh, I think Fifi O'Hara had one of those. Um, yeah, it's just a uh, dentist said wow. it was supposed to like leave my mouth at some point, And it's just hung out for like 15 years. It just never has. It's just like, you Hey, you like it in here. My, uh, <laughs> pretty much my pointy teeth before I had braces. And like when I was a teenager, they used to be like oh. up here, like as vampire yeah. fangs. Oh <laughs> yeah. Cause Sorry, I, I had great. like a small mouth. <laughs> <laughs> drinking small mouth big teeth uh, <laughs> yeah I, they were like up here and i was like i like i went as a vampire for halloween once and they're like oh what are you a vampire and i was like oh and a woman was like <laughs> 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 
like ran away because I actually had fangs. I once for Halloween fun. dressed up, as, <laughs> me, and my, me and my brother dressed up as Arab sheiks because when you were a little Lebanese kid, that's what they do. They just dress you as a little sheik and <laughs> oh send you out. And my <laughs> costume was white and my brother's was black. And I remember going to someone's door and the woman opened the door and said, it's Mary and Joseph. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget it. And that's when I knew I would be a drag queen. What weird Christian fantasy does this woman have opening a door? She's like, oh my god, it's the three kings bringing Jesus' gifts. It's like, whoa, where does this person live where she's hoping for kids to roll up as like Christian symbols? I was like, do I look pregnant to you, bitch? I know. No, I'm a child. Oh, nothing immaculate here, lady. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about Electra, but Electra is like, Rue, I want to talk to you about this concept. I'm the kangaroo hunter because I'm sending all the Aussies. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I, it was, it was, a, I, I thought it was a fun idea, but this, this kind of brings up what I'm thinking mm-hmm. about this always is like, what is, what is RuPaul looking for? Do you think? That's a good question. I don't think. There's one thing she's looking for. I think it it varies from person to person because there's things that I can pull off that you can't. There's things that you can pull off that I can't. So mm. I think she thinks about the individual and what they can bring to the table. Right. That's what I hope anyway. Like, I think it's always fashion. Cause, cause, but but here's, here's my thought on this because like, from my point of view, like I love the idea of a kangaroo yeah. hunter. That's so camp, so yeah. stupid. I would give it full marks, but RuPaul is like, hmm, maybe you should do something fashionable. And it's interesting. Like, yeah, Mm. like it's always, it always has something to do with fashion or like, I don't know. And especially once we get into the outfits that did well, they were very fast. I think the reason why she gave Electra that note specifically is because Electra has, is known for wearing shit on the runway. And she wants mm. Electra to finally find her like fashion eye and kind of like go away from something that's going to make her look ridiculous and go into something that's actually going to make her look beautiful. Mm-hmm, right. I don't like that she said your body is perfect for clothes because I find that to be so like fat phobic or like just it, it just implies that like yeah. thin yeah. people She's can wear clothes and, and nobody else can. Yeah, she says that yeah. a lot. I mean, like, I remember when she said that to Tia Coffee in UK. She was obsessed with Tia Coffee's body. She's like, your your body is sample size. You're made for clothes. You're and, a runway model. Yeah, and Tia was just this goofball who's like, I want to dress like an ice cream cone. So, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that either. Right. Um, it's weird. I, I feel like she, to me. it's almost like she heads in and tries to make people more well or the contestants more well-rounded yeah so she like picks the area that she thinks yeah. they need to go in more well no she doesn't like well-rounded queens she she oh, yeah. prefers uh queens that are you're right very right thin. yeah like rack yeah. model queen yeah heroin chic i guess um, yeah. a well-rounded <laughs> rack <now>. a well <laughs> spherical stick of a person <laughs> yeah some sort of shape that is not physically possible a cylinder if you sometimes will. i feel like i feel yeah. like michelle's like what what she wants on the runway is like sometimes more spe- it's more specific 
Like, cause yes. like I have like things that Michelle has said, like in my head where yes. it's like, Oh, that's a jumpsuit. Michelle's mm-hmm. going to be mad or something like, but I don't have mm-hmm. that for, for Rue. Yeah. I'm not like, Oh man, Rue's going to be pissed by this. Yeah. Question. Michelle has, Michelle has her things yeah. that she likes yeah. and that she doesn't like. Yeah. No jumpsuits, no, no jumpsuits, no green. Yeah. Uh, makeup has to be on point for her all the time. Yeah. It's very yeah. particular, it's isn't it? Tees. Um, I think the only really, the only thing of note other than that is um, when she baits Scarlet into shading Electra. That whole, even the way the camera was operating, it kept like, you know, it was like it would go into one person and then, and they're going to like throw some shade and it starts to like, everyone's like working on their stuff and they're zooming in on their faces, waiting to get insulted. And I guess for me, I'm like, man, it's like, I feel like there's a lot of, you know, slaps going around already. It's like, and this competition's hard. Did you notice how often... Did you notice how often it panned to Art Simone? Yes. Like Art Simone was just working on her thing, looking over, giving mm-hmm. shady eyes the whole time. I was like, know your mm-hmm. place, bitch. You just came home from being eliminated. And now you're acting like some sort of invincible She child. is invincible, apparently. <sighs> yeah. She's got connections. I don't. Yeah. Apparently. Um, also, I did love the the new term that I learned, uh, "fair suck of the salve." Oh, that's right. Shield. Which? What does yes. it mean again? I love that one. What, it, what does it mean? Um, fair, fair suck of the, you know, salve like, ding, 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 dinky. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hillary. I'm so immature. That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing for me. We're um, on the schoolyard again. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, it's just like. If you would go, if you would go and someone would be like, oh, uh, uh, did you have your turn? It's like, well, are you sure you had enough cake? It's like, oh, yeah, fair gotcha. second. Oh, so like, I, I had enough. I'm good. I got, got what? Well, right. I got, I, I got my well worth. I'm trying to like make up something new to, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm a straight overstepping man right now. No, please give us all your straightness. It's fine. You're the only straight man we'll ever have on here. So yeah. okay, this, is, this is your moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. You know what? I'll just ruin it for everybody else. And uh... <laughs> um, Okay. Anita was in the Navy and played the trumpet, um, which I think is amazing. Um, I, I am in love with Anita Wiglet at this point. I love her. Um, I'm love so her. concerned for Anita and Kita in this room. Because they're like the only two legitimately nice people there, which is crazy. They're darlings. They're amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, and I'm they're not, talented. Oh my god! Did you? And the, when they were getting their makeup on, Anita uh-huh. had the fiercest, in my opinion, shade that flew over everybody's hmm. head. What was when it? the girls were just going at each other, and she's just over doing her makeup, and she said, uh, "Oh, people can be so nasty, can't they?" Uh, and it just flew all over their heads because they were talking about nasty people. And she was clearly talking about everything that was going about on them. in the room. And she looks over and it's like, yeah. yeah, let's go get dressed. Oh, I love that. <laughs> fiercest, fiercest thing. That's a great Anita impression. Anita also asked if anybody else had a crush on Buzz Lightyear when they were kids. And they <laughs> okay, all okay. she was That crazy. was a nice moment because I was kind of like, I thought that. Yeah, like this goes back to the the like kind of cliquey stuff because that was a nice moment, and I was kind of like, why are, why like, I, I don't like when someone's vulnerable, 
and they're like searching around and they're kind of like just checking in and yeah. people's kind of guttural responses to like shut that down okay maybe you didn't find buzz lightyear attractive yeah but it's like who hasn't been attracted to a cartoon figure of some kind and that that came up a few weeks ago on yeah. i don't remember if it was uk or 13 but someone was like have you ever been attracted to a cartoon character and they were all like what what, what are they talking about yes a cartoon characters there's so many that are really hot king triton and that's part of growing up and don't this 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 gets way too deep in this generation, Generation Z, where people try and say, "Oh well, you can't be attracted to that character because he's technically 13. And I'm like, "I don't know. He's a drawing. What am I doing with my life? Why are we complaining about this? Am I attracted to Sonic the Hedgehog? Sonic's probably three and a half. I don't know. Oh my so, god. Um, Sonic's yeah, an elderly um, hedgehog. Okay. okay, he's three and a half. He's about to die. What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you? I want to know who's uh, yeah. all, who, are, who are all of our cartoon picks? Who are all of our cartoon crushes? I'm trying to think oh, from like okay. when I was a kid. I, it's probably got to be like, yeah. uh, I would say like Rogue from X-Men. Um, Storm from X-Men. Oh, yeah, a lot of X-Men ladies. Um, yeah. <laughs> the X-Men, X-Men ladies. What's up, what's up, Professor X, for when I want to get experimental, you know? <laughs> I'll just say, like, anyone from, um, I don't know, a lot of animes, like, honestly. That's dangerous mm. territory. Don't come for me, Gen <laughs> Zs. But, I mean, like, come on. They're cute people. Let's say, Go- let's say Goku. Let's say Goku. Everyone knows Goku. Goku's definitely of age. Not child Goku. Adult Goku. Because <laughs> we've seen them both. But no. Okay? <laughs> did, you think, did you think Krillin was hot, Hillary? Krillin's a... Threw a frisbee. Oh, obvious, absolutely. Krillin represents the like the hot, hot man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like the the salary worker who's like rips his shirt off and he's jacked, yeah. but you'd never know it by his yeah. face. <laughs> Blue collar hottie. That's fun. That's fun. I like that. Uh-huh. I I'll, I always had crushes on girls when I was really small, and I didn't realize that's because I wanted to be them, not because I wanted to be with them. <laughs> And for me, it was Daphne from Scooby-Doo. Okay. Uh, like I was always into redheads. Um, and then as I got older and I was like, oh, here are the people I would fuck. Um, well, there's King Triton. King Triton. And um, King Tri- um, Ariel's father. Right. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Seaman. Yeah. And then, um, oh, and Fred Flintstone. Whoa, no Barney, eh? Ooh, Fred. No, 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 no. Definitely Fred because I like dark hair and... Um, I'm into daddies and he's like such a daddy. I would hit it. And when John Goodman played him in the movie, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, I yeah. see that. I, I love that movie, by the way. No, no one, no one talks about yes. that movie, uh, at all. And they should, um, Rosie O'Donnell played Betty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the best casting. What a great Rosie. choice. What about, what about Super Mario? Would you do Mario? Yeah, hundred. I did Mario and Luigi together. I pick like I pick Rosie. <laughs> You're like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell them to meet me in a two. What's up? There it is. Listen, those two are phallic. I'm into it. Should we talk about et cetera, et cetera's non-binary journey? Yeah, because I mean, even I hate et cetera, et cetera at this point. Yeah, but we don't like her, but this is an important conversation. Uh, I just wish I like I love that etc is putting out this non-binary uh th- thinking she's trans story ex- uh, which is good and relatable and awesome i just wish it was coming from someone who was a little less evil 
Yeah. Although the evil is subjective. Although we both think that she is. Is it? Freddie, what's your opinion on et cetera? Because we know that you're not into the cleanliness and the bullying. Yes. But where do you where do you land on her in this moment? So, ju- yeah, like, just off of this episode, the cliqueiness was really bothering me. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's definitely, like, a pet peeve of mine when they're in Untucked and someone says, they kind of just come out. I know, like, the cameras are like, okay, say stuff. But I still am bothered when she was like, now, I'm surprised that I'm in the bottom. Because, like, when I was watching the episode, I'm like, I'm not. You know, I, I, I didn't... Like yeah. I thought, like your I thought the purple look was kind of was cool and wasn't like like you know awful or anything, but I thought it was deservingly in the bottom. And sorry if I'm if right. I'm doing the thing again where I'm going ahead, but yeah, she. Oh, you are, but go on. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> I, I'm messing everything up here, but etc. Yeah, it just kind of that's fine. Was I, I found a little bit icky and and hard to kind of get behind, but again, you know, that's separate from the non-binary message for sure. Yeah, and it is a very important message, and like 100% we need representation on TV, even if it's coming from someone like this. It's important for kids at home who are watching this, who may be feeling this way, to see the sentiment expressed on a national platform, and to be like, I'm not alone, somebody else thinks like me. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... And it's okay. You you can be non-binary and be a spiteful, hateful bitch, too. (laughs) That's okay, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it happens. It happens. Um. Yeah, no, I, I think the one thing that, that she said, where she said, um, thank you for being kind and patient, uh, everybody, in regards to my gender and affirming all that. And I was like, I totally think that everyone is very that for you, hopefully. And But I just wish that she would be a little bit more kind and patient to yes. people on other levels when it doesn't come yes. to that because she's just not. Yeah. Oh, you see that kindness and, and respect? You're you're welcome to return that at any time. <laughs> you're welcome to treat other people with respect yeah. anytime you want to. <laughs> no reciprocation. I just don't like it when people yeah. revel when they don't when they revel in being yeah. awful. Like even at the end there, uh Electra was like ripping animals apart. There was all the stuffing, very relatable. Mm-hmm. Great, great situation to be in. <laughs> angry. Um but Scarlet comes over and says, Can I give you any help? And Elector's like, no, I'm fine. Stay over there. And Scarlet just is like, <laughs> walks away. She takes joy yeah. from torturing people, in my opinion. She does. I... And that is a shady Yeah, episode. Scarlet seems like a piece of shit human being. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it when people take joy from that stuff. It's yeah. gross. Um, I think we should all just cool off yeah. for a moment and then come back and do some runways. Cause... Agreed. We need a breather. <laughs> we need a break from all the negativity of That's these right. two little white women. And um, eh. I'm so happy that you're here, Freddie, because you're the most positive, uh, enjoyable person it's in the world. True. You're letting your your positive energy is helping us get through this piece of crap well i love you both and i i i I would try not to continually jump ahead of where we're supposed to be listen there's not much more to jump ahead to so you're i think you're pretty safe from now on okay somehow i have spoilers from the unaired episode from next week (laughs) they're just gonna blurt out (laughs) i hope you do because i want to know who they're yelling at um okay so we're gonna take a quick little break go pee go do what you need to do we're gonna hear from our sponsors now (laughs) 
And we're back. We peed in record time. Drinks refreshed? Oh. We're all good? Yes, girl. Poured myself another Pabst Blue Ribbon mm. cocktail. Oh, girl. So oh, good. Pabst? No, sponsor us. Is it Pabst? Sponsor us. It, yeah, please give us a sponsor. Is it is it Pabst? I call it I call it Pabst. Pabst? 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 Oh, okay. Because I was like... Like Pabst? Like Pabst I was going to say. Like a Pabst I was going to say. That what an odd name, but it's Pabst. Pabst. But... Do you just what do you what did you call it? Paps. <laughs> Selena was clearly angling Paps. a certain direction, and I uh, yeah. I just had to watch that play out because it was good. Well, I'm not a drinker, so I don't know <laughs> shit about beer, and I don't care. It's like it's like it's like cheap and um, it is good, like a lager. Like I don't really like super tate, like super. No, me too. I I can stuff. only really oh, drink lagers when I I don't I'm not that crazy God. about beer to be honest, but. When I do, it's lager. You just, yeah. You just described yeah. the beer as hoppy, and I gotta say, as a non-drinker who was a server for like eight years, the amount of lies I had to tell where people were like, "Is that a hoppy oh, beer?" And I'm like, goodness. "Oh yeah." Like I don't know what a fucking hoppy beer. Do you is. like? Do you see how I'm drinking it? It's the gayest way. Like I added Sprite, Grenadine. I listen. If you find our Patreon, you could see how fabulous um, Hillary's mug of alcohol is right and now. And if I ever served you at Lone Star Ooh. Texas Grill and you asked me about the wine, straight up lie. Um, I didn't know anything about wine in my young twenties, and I'm in my thirties, and I still don't. So, did you ever serve me at Lone Star? You worked at the one on Front, right? I did. I worked there oh. for like seven years. Um, wow. I was a busser for a long time, for like two years. And then it was yeah. like a server for like five and a half years or so. What was your lingo there? What was your like uh, Lone Star culture lingo? You're going to love this because they made you choose a name. Uh, uh -huh. And I tried so hard mm -hmm. to do like, I didn't, it was all like oil slick and Texas patch. And it was like, <laughs> so I tried to be like, you know, I tried to pick names from uh, Ultimate Gladiator. And they hated okay. it. So I was like, can I be Nitro? And they're like, no, you can't be Nitro. There's nothing Texan about that. I was like, okay. And I, was, I tried to be Laser. Uh, then I tried to be Chimichanga. Because I was like, I'm Latino. No. So like someone else is like yeah. a steak burger or whatever. Why can't I be Chimichanga? Uh -huh. And they're like, no, no, no. But I did convince them to be Burrito. So Wait, did they call you? Did they? Oh, your boy Burrito? <laughs> and I would go up the table to be like, hello, uh, my name is Burrito. And they'd be like, what? stop right there what's your name and i'd be like uh burrito and they'd be like i don't understand <laughs> and every table was at I, at least i would start every single serving experience with the table i was serving being off put yes of course like at the very least i'd be like all right oh, can i have some fajitas like i don't God. understand who you are but <laughs> please get me some fajitas I wish they had let you be chimichanga so that, like, if you walked away from the table, they could be like, oh, chimichanga. <laughs> That's what I wanted. It's a simple one. I don't know. You know, and this is not about you, but I think it's because, um, you know, it it will make people uncomfortable to say, to call you chimichanga. I don't think burrito's much better. Because they, it's not. As it's a, not. No, but I, I know. They gave Like, up. as a white, as a white... I just think it's hilarious that they let you go away with burrito. Like it's yeah. just, it's just as bad. It was my yeah. fifth suggestion that wasn't on their suggested <laughs> name, so they kept, <laughs> they kept 
kept giving me the sheet and I was like, okay, no worries. How about nitro? And they're like, that's not on there. Like, so like I kind of, I just kept coming. He's an American gladiator. <laughs> yeah. I kept... You know what? You know what? There is an American gladiator. You probably could have got away with ice. Ice. <laughs> Why didn't, I, why didn't I try ice? Because I mean, it's a there's a Mexican reference there. Sure. Oh no! <laughs> oh my God, Hillary! Is this too far? Is this too far? No, but I'm saying it's so ridiculous. Like, oh my God, that's amazing. But no, as white as white people, as white people like myself, um, we obviously we have a difficult time um publicly being racist mm -hmm. like we don't want to call you chimichanga totally. in public but we'll do it behind your back yeah yeah yeah. yeah some people will do it to your face but they shouldn't oh yeah well those are just yeah speaking of racist we're talking about rupaul's drag race down under <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> what happens what happened i've i've got i'm so canceled after this episode it doesn't matter like <laughs> you're good but if you stay canceled if you stay canceled, you don't got to get canceled. Oh, no. So, that's, that's so, right. How that's the hell are you going to love yourself if you don't get canceled, right? <laughs> yes, anyway. exactly. Now, this is the first time that they've had an actual guest judge show up to the studio. And mm -hmm. that is Els Carrad, who is a trans actor and singer, I believe. I don't know. I, I just did a quick Google check and found out that when Els was a backup singer he met his wife in the audience and was like you i want to be with you that's <laughs> pretty cool married. yeah well Listen. And, and yeah i did a quick google search too like there's like a very successful show they're part of is it probably yeah yeah i think there's like some <laughs> some so yeah you know sorry yeah I, you know what I, I i don't know much but i also am learning yeah i don't i don't think rupaul knew much because rupaul was like Els carrot Tell us about yeah. your project. <laughs> yeah, tell us like, about your project. Well, I'm doing this and I'm doing this. And RuPaul's like, <laughs> let's move on. That was bring back my girls. That was how it went down. Like, that's that what is. we're all Googling after because RuPaul is like, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> oh. Which is was just translated, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing um, here? Is yeah, it because so... you're the only person who passed the COVID test? Okay, here we go. Um, all right. So we're, the category is, I don't know, designing stuff from trash. So first up, mm -hmm. we have Art Simone. So Freddie, we do a segment here called Nut or Cut. If you okay. love it, you nut mm -hmm. it. If you hate it, you cut it. Love it. Do you get the reference? Do you get the innuendo? Oh, I, yes, I do. Because we're squirrels. Okay, yeah. here we go. <laughs> oh, we're squirrels. Okay, we're squirrels. You're like, oh, I didn't get that. Oh, one. my God, did you? Oh, no. How dare you? Uh, how dare you, straight man, coming into a gay space, appropriating our culture <laughs> and thinking sexual things about me? Sick thinking only sexual things about me, I bet. Ooh, what does your shirt say? Wilma who? Wilma, Wilma, fing, um, Fingerdo. Oh, this is the Wilma shirt. Oh, Wilma girl. She's upside down. I love it. Shout out, shout out to Wilma Fingerdo. Oh my God, that's yes. an amazing t-shirt. Yes. I love this. She she makes some amazing t-shirts. Check out her Redbubble. She's got some great Wilma merch. Did she design them herself? Uh, I don't know if she designed it herself, but it, it's one of my faves and I got it when I saw it. I was like, I love, I need that. Love it. Okay, here we go. Love here comes Love you. Love you, Wilma. Here comes Art Simone strolling down the runway as if she didn't just kick out two POC. Here we go. <laughs> so I can't. I can't. <laughs> That's I can't. amazing. 
Um, she's wearing pink. I don't, she's, she's looking, she's wearing, um, uh, someone else described this. Yeah. Hillary. <laughs> uh, so it's like a pink, it's a pink mini dress with some, uh, peplum ornaments that she's got and little shouldery details, uh, and a big Marie Antoinette-ish wig. Mm-hmm. It's a little messier, perhaps. Mm-hmm. The color scheme is pink. Her makeup looks nice. It's a very clean look. It's a very clean yeah. look. Uh, I we've seen it before a hundred yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of my question because later on they talk about seeing things before on other people. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm like, hello. Yeah. Why are we not addressing the pink elephant in the room that is named Art Simone? She looks like a gender reveal. <laughs> Oh my God, she does. Are you about to start a wildfire? <laughs> Are you about to blow up someone's father? Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't see the trash though. Like, I don't know what this is made of. I can't tell. Yeah, I think it's basic. Well, there was the thing on her, on like attached to her head. Was that a trash? Sure, yeah. Thing? That's like a, what is like a, a dollhouse or something? It looked like, a yeah, ha- I thought a lighthouse or something. I was trying to figure that out. Yeah, like a glittery lighthouse. But what great, so she stuck some shit in a wig. That's not, yeah, that's not great. Like everything else is fabric. Hmm, yeah. Just, uh, I, I see the riggery. Like, I'm not one for conspiracy theories, Selena, but this season, yeah, I'm buying it. Yes, like this is mm. not great. I know it's very clean. I don't think that this is a great look, though, for many reasons. Um. Now, nutter, nutter cut. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to nut it. I kind of cut it because it's boring. You cut it because it's boring. I'm nutting it because yeah, I think I it looks it. good. I'm Yeah, I think this is a mix. I'm, I think Ready it's Ready or the tiebreaker. I'm also going to nut it uh, just because I ah. think it was... It was one of those things where, you know, I was frustrated she came back, but then seeing her in that, I was like, well, you are... Just that weird mix of feelings where it's like, you are talented, clearly. So... Yeah. But then also, yeah. And that's the thing, we're not, mm-hmm. I'm not, I have no issue with, like, she's very talented. She did deserve to come back. However, it's the way she came back. Yeah. Again, there's no reason for it. It's like, why eliminate her then um, if you really mm-hmm. want her on the show? Exactly. For the shock value and then bring her, anyway. Yeah. We're not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Where, where are the stakes? Where are the stakes? Mm-hmm. This show has no stakes anymore. Yeah, stakes with ketchup. <laughs> yeah, I love my stakes <laughs> with ketchup. Well done, steak with ketchup. Burrito, can I get a steak with ketchup, please? Coming right up, and did you like my name, Burrito? <laughs> it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> That's what I, I would always repeat that through my tables. And did you like my name? <laughs> I hope you did. That's the best. Can I get some extra guacamole? Seven no years. worries, and you uh, love that name, though, didn't you? Um, <laughs> they're like, why are you terrorizing Say my me? name. <laughs> Next down the runway is Kida Mean, dressed in a full ball pit fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got blue balls on her head. <laughs> she do. And a little uh, little mini umbrella piece on top of that. And then what the outfit is like made of all balls attached by zip ties. Yeah. Right? It looks like she, she cut up beach balls and made this. Beach balls? It looks like she cut up beach balls to make at least the bust. Oh, yeah. oh the bust. Yeah, okay. And then a lot of those like little balls from yeah. ball pits so zip tied and then i think the skirt was uh, a sleeping bag mm-hmm. that she fashioned into kind of like a puffy skirt which was very well done yeah sleeping it was cool to work with 
Yeah. Now, opposite to art, you can see what she used to make this, and that's fun to see. I actually, okay, so I hate yeah. when people do balls on the runway. I think that every time they've done it, they land in the bottom, yeah. like Asia O'Hara, um, uh, Rock'em Sakura, Sakura mm-hmm. um, somebody last season, and I forget who it was, and I'm like, stop doing balls. Balls get you in the bottom. But I think she actually did a pretty good job with this one. Yeah, I I mm-hmm. loved it. I I also yeah, thought it was I... kind of like, I, I, it was one of those times where I was second guessing my own fashion because I'm like, is this like a big faux pas? Because I like it, but also I don't know, you know? Yes, it's very that. It's very like, I do I, I like this? I mm-hmm. like this? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's totally camp. Yeah. It's totally camp and... Um, camp done cleanly and uh like one of the big things about this challenge is like featuring yes. the materials very clearly you know and she did that so uh for me it's a it's a, a nut it's a nut for I me think. so i mean you know i always full nut for me i always well. love campy things so. we got three nuts um yes Kita. so moving down the road was etc etc and what did, what was she wearing? She was wearing a she lavender-ish. Wait, oh yeah, Freddie's Freddie spoiled oh, this for us. She's Freddy, wearing a purple thing, and right? I said the wrong color too. Oh my god, <laughs> so straight. It's purple. It's in the purple family. It's, it's in the purple me. family. Her wig is purple. I'll tell you that. Um, it's very 1920s uh-huh. inspired. I'm not gonna say it is 1920s, but it's 1920s inspired, uh, which I see in the wig, and I don't know. Listen, Bimini Bambulash gave us a 1920s look in her design challenge, and it was stunning. I thought she should have won that runway, but she didn't. And I think this is a step down mm. from that. We're going to compare the 1920s design runways. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think it was like draped fabric, really. Yeah. Like, I don't know. This, this girl always seems to wear sheer uh-huh. things also. Like I've seen a lot of sheer things, There's on, a running et cetera. Uh, yeah, and I feel like you know that old adage in Drag Race: stop relying on that mm-hmm. body, uh, because the shape from this outfit comes more from the silhouette of yeah their body than the garment itself. It's just kind of this drapey thing that isn't hemmed. That's not that great. Yeah. And don't use dream catchers. Uh, don't use yeah. dream catchers. This show, I feel like, has trained me to not appreciate this look because it's not very mm. bold. It's not like pushing any boundaries. It's like th- kind of for me the definition of like resting on your laurels, which didn't go well with etc. Being kind of cliquey for me. Yeah, I love that assessment. Good. Well, also you you very clearly just see all of the yeah. undergarments, you know. Like, and I know looking at underwear is good <laughs> it's cool. sometimes, but um, we see her underwear uh-huh. a lot and it's getting a little tiresome for yeah. me. So uh, I, I think it's pretty. Sure. Like I love, you know, I love a morning, a morning coat, a dressing gown yes. situation, but this is just a little tiresome for me so it's kind of a cut it's kind of a cut for me too but that mostly comes from her personality what about you freddie it's it's a big old cut like i'm at like a a big like a ribbon opening of something i'm a mayor and i have giant scissors (laughs) it's it's that level cut for me (laughs) a mayor here are the keys to the city (laughs) yeah here (laughs) mayors have giant scissors or giant keys that's what's up yeah it's one or the other or both 
And then here comes down the runway our good old pal Maxi Shield wearing um laundry bags. Oh yeah. Which we've seen people use these before. Davina DeCampo won her design challenge wearing these. And Lawrence Cheney used them as well to make a nice little bodysuit yes. moment. Now, every time somebody goes to use these, they warn them, this is a really hard material to work with. There's no stretch. Everybody always mm -hmm. turns it out. And Maxi is no exception. Yeah, this was awesome. What a beautiful two-piece. It's a complete moment. look. Um, okay. Elle calls it grunge, and I see. Okay, what's your, what do we have to say, Freddie? I want to chime in here with some of my inexperience. because Yes, do it. We want to hear from you. I, yeah, I, you know, mm -hmm. this maybe this is a point of education for me. Because... Yeah. I guess I just thought there was so much going on that it was like mm -hmm. so busy for me. And, you know, I, I like experienced grunge. My older brother had a Nirvana shirt. Uh, and, but I, I didn't understand the, the a Nirvana shirt. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like I didn't understand the red hand and it's kind of the way everything worked together. I didn't really get it. But then there, it was kind of one of those unanimous judge moments where everyone was like, this is awesome. So then right. I had that check for me moment where it's like, okay, then I'm missing this. I feel like I don't no, your, understand your what's good about it. Your opinion is very valid here. I didn't even notice the red hand until you pointed it out. And now I'm confused about it. However, I, I don't find it busy. I find the pattern busy, but the look itself, I actually find very clean and very like well-constructed. Um, and also we have to keep in mind that she has more body to work with than everybody else. Right. Totally. So, yeah. So any Much person more. who is bigger than a sample size working in a design challenge has to gather more material than everybody else. They mm -hmm. have to um, construct like a wider circumference. Like it's just very, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they, they just have an, an added challenge. And I think she rose to the challenge. She looks very sexy too. Yeah, it's hot. Like it's a two piece, like a big girl in a two piece. That's challenging, and especially someone like Maxi, like doing mm -hmm. this. Um, and yeah, that kind of grunge thing. Not like Kurt Cobain grunge, more like Vivian Westwood grunge. Ah, that's good. Which is okay. Um, that's helpful for very conflict. Yeah. Very. Yeah, very conflicting, often tartan patterns with shocking reds, blacks, and whites. Uh, is usually what she did. Uh -huh. Um. So it kind of lives in that world, I would say. Graffiti. For anyone listening, like if you Google uh, image Vivian Westwood, you're up for a whole bunch of cool images. <laughs> <laughs> Just a heads up. Definitely. I'm learning, you know? Hey there. Indeed. <laughs> I do want an explanation on the hand now, though. Because she holds it in front of her mouth on the way out, and I wonder... Uh -huh. Because I know it's a thing with like missing and murdered Indigenous women in Canada, where where uh, Native folk hold their hand over their mouth. Alona Burley did that on the Canada's Drag Race season finale, and Maxie's oh, doing this. I'm gonna this. feel extra hmm. bad if it's like a reference to like a, like Australian Indigenous culture, and I'm just like, I don't like it. Look, but the thing is, is Maxie's not Indigenous as far as I, I know, so I don't know if that's actually what she's going for. Hmm. But it's remote. No, I think it's like a red Michael Jackson glove kind of moment, to be honest. It looks honest. more like paint than a glove, though. You know, just like, maybe it is paint. She couldn't find <laughs> a glove. <laughs> I look, I'm going to, 
Or she just had these big, you know, she still had some spray paint on her hand. She's like, oh, I don't have time to wash yeah. it off. Well, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, lo- I love the idea of her, like, oh, here we go. And it's just a march forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look this up. Anyways, bar, bar none, like, this outfit is brilliantly constructed for a girl of her size. Yes. It just fits so well you don't know how hard it is to dress a plus her sized body like it's it's tough and um especially with drag because you have to like pinch and squinch and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so to do that with a two-piece it was brill it was brill yeah two-piece is pretty next level and i'm gonna i'm gonna factor that into my uh and a biscuit and a biscuit if you're lucky two-piece and a biscuit Speaking of a biscuit, in walks Karen Ooh. from Finance looking like an absolute sea biscuit <laughs> of a drag. This was not great. It was her doing her little character thing. It just kind of looked like a Halloween costume. Like, like there was a blouse. There was a belt that was clearly hiding the fact that it was not mm-hmm. well constructed. There was a skirt that was more like a, a, like a towel wrapped around her waist. It was just... Yeah, it was no. not great. Like, rarely do I see something on, on Drag Race. I think especially, like, in the later seasons. Like, I guess, I don't know if Australia and Canada and, and, the, and the Drag Race UK are, have followed the same, you know, rules. But the performances have, like, and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the drag costuming has, like, built on itself. So the bar keeps getting raised. So when you see something like yeah. this in 2021 it's a little bit like whoa this is a big deal of yeah. a show you can't do this like this is yeah yeah i don't know the bar's just high like that might be okay for me yeah you can't dress like a toronto area improviser it's not- <laughs> oh my god no you can't no this is a world-renowned show I, I, I always feel sorry for people seeing them you know not do well on a big stage just because like you know you feel that like embarrassment or like you know through osmosis or whatever but also i don't know a lot of people want to be on the show you gotta come a bit Listen, harder than that mm-hmm. don't feel too bad for karen she's had great runway she's had great moments she didn't bring this from home so there's a saving grace there but you're right what a horrible yeah. look <laughs> and uh yeah, i don't know if i'm an embarrassment well no i think you're being appropriately harsh well no i don't think I honestly think RuPaul was right when she said, I think you're focusing on a character. You should be focusing on a look. And yes. I, I totally agree with that. This isn't about a character. It's about and a look. I think look. Whoever, like, whoever said it, you know, it was like a grown-up Dora the Explorer was on the money. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like with the weed, too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And also, when I, I don't know, like when RuPaul gives you such specific input, yeah. do not, like, Absolutely do not be like, uh, you know, that's a yes and moment. It's not a no, but it's absolutely not a no, but yeah, you know, you know, you're going down the wrong path when you're focusing on your props and your props are literally just some, uh, fake leaves wrapped in a towel. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's, a cut. it's a big, huge cut. It's a cut. It's a cut. I mean, I love the idea. I mean, Obviously, uh, you know, 
I've worn things like this because, you know, when I do improv, I have to really scale it down to not feel like I'm overdressed. Sure. But it's um, also different on the local <laughs> level, right? Like you're not on drag race yeah. when you're doing this. Exactly. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, cut, a, yes. it's a cut for me too. And uh, as someone who feels like I would maybe bring weed to Bali, I still am not empathizing with this, <laughs> with this choice. definitely not definitely not well speaking of somebody who did take rupaul's critique to heart here comes electra shock yay um yes girl and you might say she tied it all together oh Oh, these are ties Uh, they are ties did did you not know that she came out in a glamour puss uh full figure uh you know uh hourglass shape gown made up of ties. <gasps> Hillary, I didn't know until you said it and then I immediately saw them. I don't know if she created a, a garment underneath and then added the ties or if they she just sewed look them like together. So- Probably they look the like they're first sewn one. together at the bottom anyway. I could only notice the ties that were kind of going across yeah. the chest, but I guess the whole thing is ties. But yeah, that's when I, because you can see the, the strips yeah. when they're coming across yeah. the chest. Yeah. It's ties. And it's so funny because she went through so many ideas. She went through like ripping mm-hmm. up animals and this and that. And then she gets to the ties. She's got some skills right. to really put a. And she seemed like she was doing it last minute too. Yeah. Well, or, or, or I mean, not last minute, but like kind of like the camera was making it look like, oh, she's not going to finish in time. And I'm like, oh, man. But she did. She restarted halfway through, right? Like she restarted after talking to Rue and like other people had already started on there. So she definitely had to reconceptualize and had less time than everybody to create this look that she came up with. I think it's, I think she did a great job with it. Um, I don't, there's something about the hair that's taking me out of it. Um, The wig is cheap. The wig is really cheap. It's stacked poorly. It doesn't, it's not great. But what this is giving us is it's giving us a RuPaul silhouette. It's giving us a RuPaul yeah. hair silhouette uh, in some fashion and form. And it pleased the heck out of the mm-hmm. judges to see that. She took the note. She elevated. So, yeah. And I mean, honestly, good for her. I, I, I nut this. This is pretty cool. Like, do I love the styling? Right. I don't know. But I think it's a good, a good look. Very cool. I nut it because I'm proud of her. Also nutted because yeah. it's it was a, <laughs> the happiest moment of the episode, I think, for me. It is. It's like that, like, you did it. You finally did it. Yeah, and you're kind of operating in your own world, oh. being a little bit bullied and kind of like, you know, yeah, you just you dug deep. You kind of focused in. Rue gave you instructions. Yeah. You tried to hit him as hard as you could. Yeah. What else are you supposed to do in a competition? Uh, speaking of happiness, um, Anita Wiglet comes on out in her gown, uh, which is a over the one one shoulder uh, asymmetrical mm-hmm. gown uh, that used to be made of ugly fabric that she has glued endless amounts of um, cassette yes. tapes to, and then finished the bottom off in just like spray painted uh, pages from mm-hmm. a book. I think now. Do you like this? I do. It's kind of like a black ombre. I do like it. I wasn't expecting that ombre. I wasn't expecting the burnt effect. And uh, I I kind of like yeah. it. 
I like the hair. Freddie, what do you think? I also liked it, but it was only, it was one of those things where my initial take was different than the judges. Cause I was, I, I didn't like dislike it or anything, but I, I kind of, once they went into the closer shot, I was able to kind of see more of the like intricate pages and any, any, mm-hmm. I feel like any look to that, like uh-huh. inspires a really good, like banter moment is good for me too. I liked uh, yeah. Rue taking a jab at Michelle. Yeah. There with like her book. I don't know. It's just like little things like that. I'm like, I just, it makes the show fun. So. Uh-huh. And I love anything made with VHS tapes because I'm obsessed with VHSs. I, lo- I, I lost a box of VHSs in my last move. And a lot of them had like old movies that like I made with my family and stuff. So like it's, it's oh, no. I hope that that's not the box of VHS tapes that ended up in uh, Anita's care. <laughs> and on her box. It's that specific box. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my movies. Those are all your old movies. She's wearing your old movies. Your Jokes memory. on your memories, pal. <laughs> uh, How dare she? Well, I thought that this look was pretty. Like, I thought it glittered and it was kind of a glamorous yes. moment. Uh, I'm not sure what the judges were seeing. They were kind of saying, oh, this is going to fall apart. I have a feeling they did this with Rock'em Sakura, yes. too. I don't think Rock'em Sakura's look with all the balls was that bad. I thought it was a full look. It was so much work yes. put into it. Um, they don't like it when you create a form. And you just stick a lot of stuff to it. They don't, they seem to hate hmm. that. They hate it. And like, I think this is what they don't like about this. Because there's not enough shape, you think? Yeah, they can't see the garment hmm. or something. I it was know. so intricate though. I, I was, yeah. And then, I, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was strange to kind of, yeah, see Anita's reaction. Because it was like, I feel like she didn't get great feedback but also it wasn't like horrible feedback either right i just know i liked it and i nut it cautious not i i I mean i nut it i guess i nut it i nut i nut i guess it just maybe it looks better on camera i don't know yeah i nut it it was good we like it (sighs) which brings us to our final look which is the um the grand bitch herself Mm. scarlet scarlet joe adams um uh who comes up Scarjo, yeah. Scarlet Scarjo, uh, playing everyone she shouldn't. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who comes out in a gingham jumper, which she constructed with uh, literal like Michael's grapes attached to her shoulder and her pussy, <laughs> and the judges yep. lived for it. And I didn't understand quite why, because honestly. This outfit looks like something you'd buy at H and M. Oh wow! <laughs> Take that, Joe Black. Exactly. <laughs> we bring you back, Joe, and you're gone again. Um, yeah. And then Michelle was going on and on about like, well, you know what's new about it? It's the it's the cut. It's the short cut. I'm like, oh, you mean what you can get at H and M, Michelle? I don't understand you people. I don't understand your judging criteria. Yes, it's well fit. But she used a freaking tablecloth and sewed it. Yeah, as far as innovation goes, <laughs> yes, it's not the most innovative on the runway. It is very clean. It's very cleanly made. There's not a stain on it. Um, yeah, the grapes are. It, you know, she does look like a burlesque dancer. She looks like she's about to do a burlesque number. Um, I like it. 
I, think, I also like it and I don't like her. So it's a weird feeling because I know, it I was, sucks. It just was, I, 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 it's nice to hear you to kind of take it down a bit, Hillary, because in my mind, I was like, oh man, this is like so good. I don't even know what to say. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to take it down because here's my reasoning. Um, you're not allowed to have H&M on the <laughs> runway at RuPaul's Drag Race. So this is a cut for me. Cut, 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 Scarlet. You hear that, Scarlet? Also, I'm sorry, but they were talking about like, oh, but those perfect places where your eye looks, you put grapes. And I'm like, yeah, she hot glued fucking grapes mm -hmm. to her jumper. Like, that's not impressive Everywhere you to look, me. There it's, was something to see. I don't know. Um, Everywhere you look, there was bullshit to be said. Like, ugh. In Untucked, though, Scarlet pays Electra a compliment, which I appreciated. Does she? She okay. does. She, I mean, does she? she? There, there was, it was a backhanded compliment, but there was a compliment there where she was like, you, you took the note and you elevated yourself and you looked great <laughs> just with different styling you could have been at the top, which is actually true. Like we talked about that. She could have had a different wig on and whatnot, right. but, but yeah, no, she did give her her flowers for like actually elevating herself and, and doing a good job this week. It's good to know she like has, I guess, standards and isn't just like blanket mean, but a part <laughs> yeah. of it's also like, why don't you have, I mean, I guess it's a competition, so I always go to like, we'll help them, mm. but yeah. Like it's, yeah. yeah. It's just that kind of classic, like narcissistic negging thing, you know, negging? Yeah. Yes. Have you ever heard of negging? Oh, yes. Where you pay someone a, a negative compliment or a backhanded compliment to keep them under your mm -hmm. thumb. It's like, you know... You look really great, and you could be a great champion if only you changed your mm -hmm. hair. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Scarlett Adams is trash, and I I stand by it at this point. I'm not saying she's so, not trash, and yeah, so I'm loving this. Hey, so is etc. I'm just I'm just going for it. I feel <laughs> prove me wrong. I feel more on your page than I expected to with with etc. and Scarlett <laughs> Adams, and it feels so good. I'm letting you validation. I'm letting you be hateful. Feel the hate. Join the dark side, Luke. Yeah, ah. come, come join us on the haters roast over here. Um, yeah, let's flip that picnic bench. <laughs> speaking of hating etc., yeah. she's pissed that Kita wasn't in the bottom, and I love that she's like. I can't believe you were safe with a huge rip behind you, with a huge rip on your back. And she's like, did I have a rip? <laughs> that's funny. Like she gave no shit. Oh, I'm like, that's awesome. Good for Kita. <laughs> like, also, etc. was melting down from the comments that she finally yeah. received because she wasn't safe this week. And she was like, I can't believe they didn't love me. It's like, well, you're delusional, bitch. You don't see yourself. Mm -hmm. I hope I hope that she takes that seriously she because won't. maybe someone's actually going to tell her the truth. She'll never. She's I a little bit, just a little bit. I don't have a faith in her to earn that self awareness. <sighs> well, we learned from Weird Alice that she's kind of the big fish in a small pond. She surrounds herself with people. That was to make her. That was Coco who said right. that on the show. Coco Jumbo said that. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the thing. I think et cetera is a little uh -huh. delusional. I think she's a little bit better than she is. And I mean, all drag queens are delusional. We have to be delusionally confident. That's what people True. like yeah. about us. 
but there's a certain <laughs> amount of rational confidence that's got to propel you to I me mean, to make bold choices to do big yeah. things it's like it's a part of it but yeah but you can definitely see when someone is like tilted and it does seem like australia maybe there's like this maybe there's a hierarchy that's not exactly fair you know yeah with uh yeah yeah 100% um that 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 you couldn't have said it better myself. And this this is coming from a stupid straight man. Stupid so, as they come, viewers, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> if if Freddie can get right. it, so can you. <laughs> There's the bar. <laughs> you can too. <laughs> Woo! Now speaking of stupid, our bottom two or our winner is Scarlett Adams. Yes. With that picnic basket. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. H&M one apparently. Sorry, Joe Black. And then our bottom two are Karen from Finance and Anita Wigglet, which I saw coming. I wish oh. it was etc. But me too. I oh, I would have loved to see etc. Anita lip sync. I'm like, you would have been extra nervous. Uh-huh. You probably wouldn't have been eliminated, but uh huh. Been cool. I was a little bit gagged to see both Anita and Karen in the bottom because they're both strong contenders for me. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. one of those moments where it's like, wait, one of you are going home? Yeah. This doesn't seem like it lined up right. Yeah, right. I like, guess... I guess one of them's going to come back next week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Every week. No one's really eliminated in Australia. <laughs> Not as long as you're one of the favorites. Um, yeah, un- unless you're POC. Then yeah, you then get out of here, please. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't. Yeah, so this goes okay, and Karen probably turns it a little bit harder. What's the song? It's um, it's Danny Minogue. Okay, Danny Minogue. I be I begin mm-hmm. to wonder. I begin to wonder when if her. First Can I just say a lot of Danny Minogue on this show? Yeah. Uh, is there a brother out there like a Donny Minogue? You know what I mean? Is, <laughs> is there more Minogues? Is the whole Minogue family like I hope so. down there? They are. Um, they are. Well, these I know two, they, like, yeah, they're big deals. They are. I I have a theory that this was supposed to be the song week two and they switched it out last minute because it made no sense that we had that weird RuPaul song when Kylie and Danny both made guest appearances on that episode. I have a feeling Hmm. this should have been the song that week. I don't know what's going on. I'm just concerned. I don't know why they would have changed it. Um, Did you notice like Karen did a dab and they added a kazoo sound? What was that? Yeah. What was that? I was so confused. I, I'll never understand what that was. What was that? First, I was like, did Karen just I do a kazoo? But, Karen... but then she didn't. And that was a sound effect that production added. I think they just thought it was cute. I mean, especially when you kind of were like, okay, well, you're lip syncing. And you just kind of did that. That's the response um, to that. was kind that of was funny. Cute. It was very funny. That was cute. But why the kazoo is my <laughs> question. But, nah, we'll never know. Um, I think... <laughs> I don't. I think Anita did a way better job in the lip sync, and I'm shocked that she's the one who went home. Do you? What like was it? Just the the way she sold it? It was the way she sold it because Karen, for me, performed it like a woman named Karen who just turned thirty, who her and her friends mm. are reenacting choreography they did to this song when they were in high school, and yeah, like she stood in one spot for most of it. She repeated really basic choreography yeah acting out the song like pointing at her watch for like delay or whatever um whereas like i feel like anita was giving us a story and like performing 
the song in a kooky way and to me that mm-hmm. and was like using the stage and moving around whereas Karen was just really boring for me and she looked so basic in that outfit yeah y'all you heard it here first uh basic bitches win rupaul's drag race um yeah (laughs) it can happen (laughs) but so unfortunately anita Anita wiglet does sashay away um for whatever reason yeah that didn't it seemed like one of those like slippery like it's like like anita was like oh you're in the bottom oh you're leaving like it was one of those like yeah it seemed like it all happened kind of fast although i will say i feel like that lip sync was one of the weaker ones I've seen. And I did have a, like, Anita was, I get, he was better, but I felt like uh, the joke I made was like, imagine if RuPaul was like, honestly, both of you need to sashay away. Well, it's happened, mm. but. Um... I think Karen just, I think Karen tried. I think maybe Anita lost energy by the end. I... And Anita really kind of focused on her gag of kind of saying the other one was psycho and she was and you notice the producers didn't didn't put yeah didn't put in any laugh laughs yeah when she did the psycho thing. yeah even though the judges are probably killing themselves yeah they didn't put it in because they were trying to justify right. anita going home it's like oh that's not funny and then 13 year old girls are seeing someone go psycho and being like oh oh that's not funny and learning i don't know it's like yeah. cultural stupidity hmm. But Anita goes home. And I, I hate this because they are systematically getting rid of everybody likable on this show. Yeah. Everybody. Yes. Yeah. Anita's gone. I fear for Kita's Kita now. Yeah. I fear for Maxi. The mm-hmm. rest of them are just awful people. <laughs> Jojo was amazing. Such a great personality. That's Coco right. had such a great personality. You're hitting the nail on the I head. Mean, there's there's no one to root for anymore. Mm-hmm. Who are you rooting yeah. for? Electra? But I mean, even Electra's kind of a bitch. So she, listen, she is a little yes. bit of a bitch. She kind of is. And if if you've watched House of Drag, yeah. uh, where she was previously on, she's a real stinker. And also, like, I, as much as I was saying it was the nicest moment when Electra kind of like took the note. There's also like the counter to that is, you know, when you're in the bottom, you can't say you're in the bottom because you're too good. Like that's yeah. full delusional. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like you just can't be like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm actually the worst because I'm the best. It's like, that's what a little kid says. Like, sorry. Totally. You can't say that. That's like a weird delusional thing to say. I think the only thing we root for, I mean, the only reason we root for Electra right now is because she's kind of the underdog. She's the outsider. She's the one from New Zealand that nobody knows and they're being mean to Mm -hmm. her. But like, if you flip it around, like Hillary said and watch House of Drags, she was in their position where she was bullying other people and she had way too much Mm. confidence and she was the one who was like, I'm sending you all home and I'm winning this. Fuck all of you. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then you've got the the sweethearts like Anita and people like that who are just coming in, playing a fair game, losing, turning around and saying, "Thank you so much. I'm going to go home now. Goodbye." You know, like she uh... won the snatch game. Like she killed it two yeah. weeks and, ago, and she's been killing it every week. And I mean, I, I'm sure you've talked about it a bunch, but I thought it was kind of a weaker snatch game. So I think she kind of saved it a little. It was. Bit. Yeah. Yeah, she was the only one that was like, "Yeah, you're the winner." Yeah. Ah, well, there it is. Okay. Another episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, in the bag, in the kangaroo <sighs> pouch. We've Freddy. gone through the design. 
We've exactly. gone through the design weeks, through the fashion weeks. Now we're getting into the acting and comedy challenges, and yes. no one funny and talented. Is <laughs> oh, well. That's right. Freddie, thank you so much for joining us. It's been wonderful having you as our first straight guest. Make sure we're all listening yeah. to Confederacy of Drunks on the Sonar Network. Freddie, uh, where can people find you? Did you just you? say Confederacy, Confederacy of Drunks? Oh, my God. Did I? I you did? I, I wasn't going to curse you because it was amazing. Um, and I've, been doing, I've been doing this podcast for seven years, and I've never thought of that very obvious and good pun. Um, Confederacy of Drunks. Confederacy of Drunks. Check out Confederacy of Dunks. Um, um, and their sister podcast, Confederacy of Drunks, the after yeah, show. That's it. It's a wild time. <laughs> OMG. Okay, well, that's embarrassing, but uh, you know, please go listen to that. And Freddie, tell us where can people uh, find you online and in real life, and um, send you fan mail. <laughs> in, uh, in real life, uh, catch me in High Park. You know what I mean? Walking around um, Toronto. Totally. In uh, online life, uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Freddie Revis, and my podcast is uh, uh, at Dunks Podcast. So uh, you know, follow that on Twitter. That's our. That's nice. our website too, dunkspodcast.com. Uh, very friendly Bark. basketball talk. And yeah, just so honored to be on this podcast. I had an amazing time. I hope I didn't ruin it for uh, all, any of the straight people who won't come after me. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. You were a fantastic first straight guest. Thank you so much. Amazing. Thank you. Straight amazing. man, that is. Um, uh, Hillary, where can people find you online? What do you have coming up? Oh, girl, you can find me at Hillary Yass on Instagram, Hillary Yass TV on YouTube. And, uh, what do we got coming up? We got the show. We've got Crofatica coming up, stuff like that. Uh, catch me outside. How about that? Catch me outside. <laughs> so stupid. Thank you, baby, or big bad baby, whatever that person's name is. Um, I... <laughs> I am Selena Vile. You can find me on the internet at Selena Vile. Again, watch me and Hillary on House of Trashes um, yeah. uh, at Them TV Cribs this Friday. And follow our brand new Patreon yes. um, at patreon.com slash Squirrel Talk Podcast. And follow our Instagram at Squirrel Talk Podcast as well. We will see you all next week. Thank you, everyone. Uh, goodbye now. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you on the web. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 